0: the pool.
1: It's all right. I got in it this afternoon. It's like warm.
0: Yeah. What are you going to do for the winter?
1: I'm going to take it down.
0: So you, you can just drain it and pack it back pack up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it gets pretty compact. Where, where are you going to put it? Well, the,
1: I kept the box. In the spider shed? So yeah, I'm hoping I'll be able to roll it back up and put it in the box. You won't? I, I'm gonna stay positive and say I will. Okay. I got my tents back in their original things. I'll yeah, figure it
0: out. I'm, that ain't no tent. That ain't I know, comeback.
1: but I'll do it.
0: Um. So yeah, kind of another grab bag. Yeah. Episode, right? You said you had some stuff to talk about. I do too, kind of.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had something. Um. I had something I made a note of that I wanted to ask you about, get your uh, insight on. So I rejoined Instagram a few weeks ago, right?
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: And had as a p- good post today. Thanks. As mm-hmm. a part of that process, I have friended like, the other half of my family that I don't have any, connection any sort of relationship with, right? They're just half related to me, technically mm-hmm. speaking. <clears throat> so my brother, my sister, and then their kids, right? Some of the kids, like my brother's son, my nephew, never even met him. Mm. Right. He's like 14 now. Right. My sister's daughters, I met when they were like four or five, maybe. And now they're in college. So it's like strange, you know. And then, yeah, my nephew, who I kind of spent some summers with. Right. But no real connection or anything like that. Mm. But they're my family. And then I'm friends with them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to Julia and I was like, should I be like sending them messages? Right? Should I be like, hey, just be like, hey, good to see you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or is it just this like, it's just the culture of like, yeah, we're just friends on, and that's then that's the extent of it. We don't need to talk to each other. It's just the there. second. Is it? Yeah, because when I was talking to Julie about it, she said, and I think this is just her way of saying it, but she said almost verbatim I think you're probably doing them a favor by not reaching out to them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which I understand, like, the sentiment. I think that's basically what I was saying, but Mm -hmm. it stung a little bit. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm not that bad.
0: Um, yeah, no. Like, my family is kind of the same. My extended family is a little aloof. And, you know, I made some trips down to Florida, reconnected. And I was somebody who was like, hey, let's, like, I tried to do an email chain. Yeah. Boy, did that not work. Just no response. It's no yeah, vote. And you realize, like, listen, it's nobody's fault. Right. We're just not those kinds of people. Yeah. And so, yeah, social media, I kind of lurk around to my extended family. I still love them. Mm -hmm. Still my family. And I have a closer relationship, it sounds like, than you do to those people. Mm -hmm. And I I still can't get, you know, a fire started with that stuff. So, yeah, you just kind of chalk it up to. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's just, it still is strange, though. I don't know. It just feels like, yeah, I don't know. It's just strange. And with that being said, if I hadn't got on Instagram, I haven't talked to. One of my brothers in like twelve years, mm. so it's like, you know, if it if Instagram wasn't there, I wouldn't even be a thought in my mind. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: See, that's weird. Like <laughs> when, when you're like, there, there's family of mine who, yeah, without the occasional like ping mm-hmm. notification, they yeah, I wouldn't even think about them at all that's that's a little odd.
1: yeah well it's not that i wouldn't think about them but i wouldn't think about talking to them yeah
0: yeah no yeah i guess i'm not i'm not saying like you specifically i'm saying i agree with that and it is it's just odd right yeah. that you have like oh family and it's like oh wow i i have more family than i've thought about in a while right yeah okay speaking of family yeah uh my sister's children started school today
1: are in, Georgia? in Georgia. So are they're year round? No. They're not? No. Well, I guess August kind of makes sense. But that that means they get out at like in the beginning of May, I guess, right?
0: Probably.
1: Man, we had year round in Arizona when I was teaching. It was great.
0: Yeah, because it's I like loved what, it. three and yeah, you get
1: two weeks off like every nine weeks or something like that. It was great. And then your summers are still like two months long, which is a good amount of time.
0: Yeah. Why didn't that take off?
1: I don't know. Arizona does things differently. They didn't, they also didn't observe, uh, they don't observe daylight Daylight savings.
0: savings, right? And some of the classes were taught by crystals, right? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much just life-size crystal. <laughs> Basically, whoever they could drag off the street because exactly. it was just a bunch of crystals. There. And yeah, <laughs>
0: hey. Um. Okay. Any other front door stuff?
1: Not really. Um. I did have some notes about the bear. If you've watched that anymore?
0: Yeah, I still have not finished it.
1: Okay. I have you to. watched
0: any more of it? Yeah, I watched like I'm on like episode three. Okay. I got sidetracked with um what we do in the shadows. Okay. Which is just kind of hitting the that kind of sweet, funny spot. Right. I'm looking for.
1: But so the bear for you, is it like all you recognize all the elements are there, right? Everything about it is great, but for some reason it's just not just not hooking
0: you. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> Yeah, it's not, it has nothing to do with, I think it just has to do with like, I'm doing other stuff right now. Mm -hmm. Like, again, for whatever reason, what we do in the shadows kind of took over and then I'm reading a whole bunch Mm -hmm. and I'm playing neon white.
1: Mm -hmm. That's only, you're playing that on the Steam Deck?
0: Yeah, it is on Switch. That's right. Anyway, the bear. Did you want to save to talk about then, or do no? You not. Start, I mean, I don't have too
1: much to say about it. I didn't care. I mean, it was fine. That was kind of what it was for me. It's like I recognize like everything about the writing is great, the humor is great, acting is great, but there's just something about something it. Something that, that it that just held was you like away. it just didn't do it for me.
0: It's. It, I saw like, um, you know, I kind of get the the Twitter runoff of mm-hmm. social media. Like I feel like everything's happening on like Instagram, TikTok, and then it trickles down to um Twitter. But everyone was talking, like the thing that got shared about the bear is this screenshot of the main character like sitting on a counter drinking from one of those mm-hmm. plastic containers and just people being like, these guys get it. This mm-hmm. is totally how it is. And yeah. yeah, we would always drink out of these. And then, you know, other people just dunking on that and being like it doesn't mean anything yeah like
1: it's just a dumb container
0: it's, it's just a yeah, it's just a container and and like what does that mean about the quality of the show mm-hmm. like uh, I don't get it, but um yeah, but I like everyone involved,
1: just sprinkle it on it's like salt, do it like salt just a little bit,
0: okay over salted popcorn.
1: They bought this...
0: Impossible.
1: They bought this butter flavor stuff, the powder stuff, because yeah. they wanted to try it out. And? This is their first time trying it.
0: Oh, exciting.
1: That's enough, Cheech. Uh, Yeah, I mean... Well, I think the thing that does bother me about it is that... And this is kind of, this, I guess, similar to the issue I have with, like... Hollywood making movies about how great Hollywood is, mm-hmm. but chefs are like kind of like the modern day rock stars. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's how they think of themselves at yeah. least. And yeah. that is like
0: you're you're, you're a chef.
1: chef. You're not some cool guy. You know what I mean?
0: I never got into the <clears throat> idea of being a chef because everything that I've watched mm-hmm. about chefs just make it look like you're you're working like 80 to 100 hours a week. Mm-hmm. There's and no you're, days you're off. you're miserable, right. You're mi- it's, it's like pressure situation mm-hmm. all the time. To like, if you want to be world renowned, you got to like go, you know, eat crap for decades, <laughs> you know, like yeah. 10 years working for some hot shot in France just mm-hmm. to like chop some vegetables and k- get a name for yourself. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just seems awful. And then, like, some of those documentaries, like what Chef's Table, right, mm-hmm. that, like, profiles. I feel like those people are the ones who are, like, they're all, like, 50s, 60s. I feel like all of them are, like, yeah, I kind of just got to the place where I'm free. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you think about all the chefs that, like, don't get a three-star Michelin Right, <laughs> restaurant. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they've just like work. They've just cr- been ground down. Yeah, by that. So yeah, she- chef is. It, I don't know. I, I definitely feel like maybe they feel like, hey, if anybody's gonna pay attention to us, we're gonna take advantage. Mm-hmm. We're not just going back. Like, yeah, we're chefs. We're going back. Like, no, we have. We're rock stars. We yeah, have personalities. We're, right. We're edgy.
1: Whatever. Yeah, and that's what a lot of the show is. It's just is like like I said i uh, everything that I can't find flaw in any aspect right. of like how it's made, but it just is that attitude that I can't get on board well with. i love
0: I love that you know in a lot of chef uh or food related content, it's filmed like a Michael Bay movie, yeah, but it's they're making like a tuna melt <laughs> you're, no, you're yeah. making a beef sandwich I need that that <laughs> cheese stack right (laughs) oh i just dropped the cheese on the floor oh great yeah (laughs) grab my water from this big plastic container and try and calm myself down um yeah so i'll I'll get back to it but yeah i think i think maybe you're right i just never thought about enough to be like i guess it didn't hook me in the way Mm -hmm. and i guess it's hard to have an identity after the first episode the first episode is just really frenetic it's not that is
1: the identity of the show okay that's the rest of the show
0: and it's not like it's necessarily like funny or right. it's, it's just, just stressful. It's just stressful and you just mm-hmm. kind of get to the end and you're like, okay.
1: Yeah, there's a great, I think it was, I guess it was probably a TikTok of someone just pretending to be a customer at the restaurant, right? And she's just standing at the counter trying to order and it's just five people screaming, screaming at, each at, at each other for two
0: minutes. And that's pretty much what the show is. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway... And and isn't one of the critiques like you don't even get a sense of like the food or the sandwiches that they're making?
1: Well, yeah, that that is is one thing that I think you just kind of chalk up to it being a TV show, but yeah, it's like the the restaurant is called The Original Beef or something like that and they make some kind of beef sandwich, but they also make a spaghetti and then there's like a some guy
0: there who's making baked goods. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what kind of food they Ooh, actually the, make.
0: The, the one thing that I will say, remembering back to episode one, there's a there's a, a shot that shows like all these past due bills, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And there's whenever I see that in TV or movies, I always feel like are they inflating how many overdue bills this person <laughs> or this business has? Because yeah. I have, like, one overdue credit card will ruin me.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you can only juggle one or two of those only, before you just get are totally shut down. And the
0: first episode is <laughs> him, like, trying to get meat enough for yeah. the day, and he, like, he's not cleared to get the amount they need, so he has to go this other direction. I was like, all, right, all that profit that you made has to go to, like, paying down five of those 15, yeah. you know, overdue notices I saw. Like, how is that working? I always mm. feel like that's something where – they just throw it in there to give you a feeling, but no one ever pays attention. Like, wait, how many overdue bills? Do, yeah, I threw thirty on this table. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah, no, let's let's remove fifteen of
1: those. I like, just want to make like, it look like full, you know, because the desk looked kind of
0: empty with only two on there. And yeah, so yeah, we just bring forty overdue notices threw it out there. <laughs> yeah, it kind of undercuts it because you're like, this is that can't be real, right? Yeah. Anyway, okay. The There's bear.
1: much worse examples of that in the show that I won't ruin for you, but.
0: Where it's just like magically. There's happens.
1: just things that happen that are so absurd. And then they're completely dropped as soon as it happens. It's just, is like, again, it's just one of those things that you're like, okay, they're making a TV show. So this is just like a TV show moment.
0: Yeah. One um, of those
1: moments involves drugging a dozen kids at a kid's birthday party. <laughs>
0: Drug skin the food somehow, and yes, they, and like the people know that they and then eat.
1: all of the kids pass out, <laughs> and it literally is just like one of the characters, is like, hey, I kind of like them like this, and then it moves on with the show.
0: <laughs> well, I really want to see that one.
1: <laughs> you're not too far from it if you're okay. on episode three, yeah, okay. it's coming up.
0: All right, um, so I am. Oh, did you want to finish Mind Over Murder because? You you Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I did finish it. And we talked about it a little bit. And I was saying Mind Over Murder falls perfectly into that David Simon category of you can't judge it until you've watched the whole thing. Because pretty much any critique I had of it, any issues that I had of it from episodes one through five were more or less addressed in episode six. um. You know, outside of just not liking some of the construction of, like, true crime stuff. <clears throat> but, yeah, I thought the last episode was great. And the the play stuff, admittedly, as soon as the play stuff started, I went back to Gardenscapes and was just kind of listening. And then as soon as it was over, I was watching again. Um, but it wasn't a big part of the episode. No. And there was a lot of really great stuff in it. Um. Mm-hmm you know, Bert's little wobble when he's at the memorial or whatever. And he like makes a big show to be the very first person to throw dirt on the tree and then to go over and give everyone a hug. And <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was great. It was really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. I don't have much to add. I loved it. Um, I, I feel like there's a show that I want to talk about, but I can't remember what it is now. Anything else you want to talk about real quick?
1: No, I have some Game Pass thoughts that I think kind of play into the HBO Uh Warner Brothers stuff you wanted to talk about. But I think Game Pass is probably like a precursor to that stuff. Okay. I see Game Pass eventually getting to that place, same place that they're at. Whereas what I'm... Like right now, where we're at with Game Pass is like it's it's never version. going to get better because the value you get for fifteen dollars a month is insane, Crazy. and it's never going to get better. It's only going to get worse, and we're we're going to eventually get to the part to the point that that uh, cable television got to that it seems like streaming services are now getting to where it's like they realize, hey we can still keep a good chunk of our subscribers and cut way down on all of this. We don't have to be offering as many games. We don't have to be offering as high quality of games. And a lot of people will still just stay subscribed. You know what I mean? Um, So I was thinking about that a little bit uh, in in, in the past couple of weeks. Um, But I also started playing Death's Door. Mm -hmm. Um, The Raven Slash yeah,
0: like Zelda esque.
1: It's like it's it's for me. It's a better version of Tunic. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty much, and I think it. I mean, Tunic was in development for a long time, mm-hmm. but I think technically this came out first. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just like a, a. It's it's pretty much exactly that. It's just a better version of Tunic. It doesn't explain a whole lot. What it does explain, it explains pretty naturally in the world as you're playing. And A a lot more naturally for me than when I was playing Tunic. Um, And it's like the exact same structure. There's like three giant bosses in the world that you're working through dungeons to get to in order to kill them and go play the final boss or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's been great. The art style is really great. Um, The combat, the mechanics of it are really great. I like them a lot more than what Tunic was doing. Um and I spent a lot of have you played any games on the um I think it's called like X Cloud or whatever the cloud gaming? Yeah, thing is? I haven't
0: played anything on the cloud, but yeah. yeah.
1: I spent a, a lot of today doing that, like checking my tickets and then let me go back to even though I could have just been sitting at my T V and playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it's it's been great. But that had me thinking about game pass and I kind of feel like eventually we're going to get to a place where it's like you're definitely questioning the value of Game Pass. Where it's like right now it's a no-brainer, mm-hmm. right? There's there's like no reason to not
0: do it. I mean, everything from like sports games, small indie stuff. Day one releases. It
1: includes all of the EA stuff, right? All the EA Play, yep. Stuff. There's another. Is it Ubisoft? Someone else is also lumped into Just, that.
0: Yeah, you know, and so, and then like w- this is even before all the studios that they've bought have really started cranking out their their games. Yeah, you know? and so I think next year is really when Xbox is looking to make a splash with some of the studios they've purchased and then the value is going to go crazy. Mm -hmm. I I would probably say that that might be the time that you're anticipating where it's going to like reach its absolute peak. And I mean, everything from that E3 showcase, the non E3 Microsoft showcase Mm -hmm. is all like coming to game pass. So everything from like Starfield, right. To like, Freaking you're not excited about it, but Silksong. Mm -hmm. Like Silksong will be there. Like all their indie games are all gonna be on Game Pass. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then I think after that wave, I think I think Game Pass may complete what they want it to, which is get the console back on the map. And then after that, I could see them like cutting it down. Mm -hmm. But My hot take is, like, you don't see... Okay, I take that back. This is going to (laughs) be... That's a bad hot take. Nope. (laughs) Already. You're wrong. (laughs) Even before Uh the (laughs) pre-edit. That's how you know we're getting to professional level. (laughs) 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 When you catch yourself pre-hot take. Uh Listen, the the... The place where you can see the effects of late stage, whatever you want to call it, capitalism, most at work is just in our broad society, healthcare maybe being one of the best examples Mm -hmm. of just what does it look like when you turn over a, you know, necessary life sustaining requirement to, you know, private, Businesses, mm-hmm. you get clear like representation of of profit over people. Right. It's just there's no other way around it. Yeah. Right. Like we, I think everybody has been denied for something that we need mm-hmm. because our insurance is like, yeah. I mean, listen, you're getting you know teeth pulled, but do you need right. anesthesia? Yeah. yeah. It's like so anyway.
1: Yeah, I was approved after I broke my arm. I had to fight to get approved for 2 weeks worth of physical therapy. Yeah. <laughs> that was all they would give me and that was a fight. That was like when I first went to the insurance company I was like, "Hey, I'm trying to figure out what I can do for physical therapy. What's covered?" And they're like, "Oh, it's it's not that's not covered."
0: They're like, "YouTube."
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, "Okay, well, can we
0: work something out here because <laughs> when I did physical therapy for my back, I had to get it covered through my work." Yeah. And I had to say, like, yeah, sitting at a desk all day mm-hmm. doesn't help, so right. I need yeah. physical therapy now. It's crazy. So there. So with that stipulation there, one of the, I guess, the most recent battlegrounds where I think it's very starkly evident is in the field of, like, arts and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Because you see this... Push of, you know, like creators and the companies that profit. Oh hi! Mm-hmm. Exactly. Tommy Wiseau is a <laughs> fantastic example. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know, game development is a really good one, where you see all these push pushes to unionize because of crunch, <clears throat> because yeah. of the toxic workplace environments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm and you see like oh yeah the the you know the profits are skewed heavily towards like the publisher you know versus the creators yeah and what people need to do and it it works itself out and like there's a shortage like companies can't find good creative talent because the industry is so slanted and gross and broken that yeah people don't want to work for some of the biggest companies you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so you the latest battleground has been hbo max right. apparently so there was a merger of discovery and hbo which i didn't
1: realize so i'm assuming hbo Bought Discovery because you say merger that seems like equal partners, right? See, but Discovery is not that big, are they? No,
0: and and reading <clears> the <throat> article today, it was like Discovery's app usage is like twenty two million mm-hmm. subscribers, and HBO Max is like thirty seven million. Wow! Mm-hmm. But the the problem is, is that in the in the merger, the guy who launched Discovery Plus. And really pushed unscripted content, right? Mm -hmm. More of like the reality TV stuff. Right. It's just a clear example of like, hey, it's cheaper. Mm -hmm. It's crappier content. But we're pulling in 22 million people. Right. You guys are spending crazy money on original content. Right. That's scripted. (laughs) And you guys got like 37 million? And look at Netflix, all these other apps that are competing for the top spot. They're just like wildly in debt trying to just generate new content. It's like to me, it is I try not to get apocalyptic about a lot of things, but I'm I'm kind of at this point apocalyptic about like the nature of entertainment moving forward. Mm-hmm. And talk about the, the golden years of Game Pass. I feel like we are in that golden sunset moment of definitely like HBO Max, which we've talked about a lot of the shows here. And a lot of the shows that I watch are on HBO Max. The ones that I'm most excited about, right? Severance. Mm-hmm. I think is one of the best shows of the last like few years. We Own the City succession which i watch um the rehearsal mind over murder and then there's just like countless other you know properties and they also own like adult swim so i know you don't like joe perra but joe perra talks with you Mm -hmm. um what you know is slash was on there but recently hbo max axed um batgirl which is like a completed movie and Scooby-Doo, a Scooby-Doo movie that was mostly complete. And pulled some movies off of their app, which turned out to be a move by that Discovery Plus guy to just save on taxes.
1: Right, because they, you can get a tax write-off.
0: And so, and I feel like I, I get it. Like, not to sound all boomer about it, but like, I'm on my phone a lot. Mm-hmm. The content I consume on my phone is 90% garbage, mm-hmm. like straight garbage. But because it's easy, then I'm going to obviously, like, um, engage in it, right? Mm-hmm. Gardenscapes is a good example. Right. You got me into Gardenscapes now. Are you playing it? I'm playing it now. I was like, you know what? Let me see what's going on. And... Yeah, man, like, the game is garbage. I also (laughs) feel like... Oh, it's so
1: nakedly just, uh, like, creation to get money from To to, to get money. The
0: the other question I have for you is, like, am am I playing, like, a novice version? Because every puzzle or whatever, it always has, like, suggestions. Things, like, shaking (sighs) to be, like push me you can push me. yeah that's the it.
1: first couple of levels it's just like tutorials i
0: haven't basically. gotten out of the tutorial yet i've played for a minute well they're and there
1: well they also are add a lot of new they'll add a new element occasionally right so like yeah. i'm over 1100 levels into this game and they're i'm still seeing new stuff and it'll be like i'll get to a level and something new will appear and it'll be like this is It'll it makes you do the thing, right? It's like move this piece here to see how it works. So that's just the
0: Yeah, the but I mean then I whenever I start a level like opens a treasure box and gives me like some AIDS, mm-hmm. some help on the level. And I've just never had like a where I'm like, uh oh, it's gonna have it's just like dun 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 done. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. No, it's totally mindless. Yes. Yeah. There's it's not totally a whole much, lot of strategy. To I kept it. I kept waiting for it to at least like dr- like get a little, you know challenging. The, sh-
1: the strategy for me is less in actually playing the levels and it's more in resource management. So it's one of these games where it's like you have five lives, they're on a timer. In order to get a life back, you have to wait 30 minutes right? once all five of your lives run out, you're just out of luck and for 30 minutes until you get one life back, right? You lose a life by losing the level.
0: <laughs>
1: so the way I'm playing the game is I've I don't use any of my stars to to level up my garden is still a complete wreck, right? Uh-huh. And I'm just playing the levels. And then that way, if I ever get to a point, where I run out of lives, and I want to keep playing, I can just dump all of my stars to start a new day and then get my lives refilled.
0: I don't know what you're talking <clears> about, <throat> but...
1: I well, mean, you'll get it if you play long enough.
0: And is it? But is it challenging at all? Uh, I mean, the levels can
1: get challenging, but like I said, the strategy more comes in resource management, and there's also... My strategy basically is you just blow shit up. That's the strategy because you can make bombs and use bombs. And And so for the most part, all of my moves are centered around making a bomb and blowing stuff up.
0: Yeah. I, I need to delete it (laughs) is, is what I'm saying. And, and again, you know, like, I don't know what started it. I almost feel like you started it, but I'm in a like a massive reading renaissance, so just got yeah. a new book. Did, did you get that book? He died with his eyes open? No,
1: I have to wait until after our trip. What trip? We're going to Arizona. Oh, that's right. Next week.
0: I thought you ordered it, though.
1: Or you, you were just saying you got it. I did, wishes. but then I canceled it because... Oh. I have to wait until after the trip.
0: See, I wasn't sure if I was going to order, and you're like, ordered it, and I was like, okay. You well, I did, too. and I will when I get and back I from my trip. It, and I figured, oh, I bet he's <clears throat> got it too, and nope, nope, okay. We'll start it after next
1: week, a week and a half. Whatever. <clears throat> so, well, I'm still reading. I haven't finished. I haven't read any more of White Dialogues. I still have to finish Banford's Folly. I'm a couple hours into... Killers you, of the Flower Moon now.
0: Ba, Banvert's Folly, are you. You said, did you just read the chapter with the guy who thought the earth was hollow?
1: That's the one I just started. That's chapter three. Right. I know. <laughs> I'm a slow reader. Oh my God. I started this book months ago, and then since then, it's been like, I hey, check out this book now. Years. So I'm like, okay, let me pick up this book.
0: I want to say Banvert's Follies It was like years. Well, you know what? I'll look
1: it up while we're talking. I can tell you exactly when I ordered it.
0: So, anyway, I've got... I'm really enjoying it. And for some reason, I'm buying it physical, physical Mm -hmm. copies. And it's actually working out really well. It actually has swung back around. Whereas before, physical reading would like make me sleepy. Now, digital reading will make me sleepy.
1: Reading in general... Is a sleep-inducing activity. Not when
0: you're reading good stuff, not That's when you're not you true. Regardless it makes me sleepy and commit yourself. To <laughs>
1: not, and I'll also say this: everyone likes to be like, no, audiobooks are reading. It stimulates the same part as your brain. Da-da-da-da-da. An audiobook is not reading. Because you can listen to an audiobook and zone out. You can't you can zone read, out oh, while you you're reading. Read, you out. have to work to read a book Yeah, but you i can put on my headphones and press play on an audiobook and i never have to do anything again and the book is going to be read to me right <laughs> whereas i can open a book and unless i actually read the book it's not going to get read
0: is there a way that i can um play this for you
1: played into the microphone i guess um
0: So I'm trying to clear the way for all the stuff that I'm reading. Um, And I I am in the habit of starting a lot of things Mm -hmm. and then slowly working through them and kind of going by mood. I'll like pick up this book and like read through it. Like White Dialogues, finish that in just a few days. Because uh, I enjoyed it. But there are other books and audiobooks that I've been working on for months, you know, for yeah. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So I got to a point where I have too much going on mm-hmm. and too much open. So I was like, I'm going to go back, especially on some of these audiobooks that I've gotten pretty close to being done. I'm going to knock them out. Anything that's like three hours or less, I'm just going to knock that over the next few. Days. Yeah, one of those books happened to be Red Dragon, the first the of the Lions and the Lambs, Lambs. Yeah. Uh-huh. and love all the movies pretty much. Uh huh. And even a even a Defender of Hannibal, that's enough, Soph. Mm-hmm. Um, but the audiobook, I I was like an hour away, and so. I listened to it today, pretty much. Let Mabel outside, please. And um, I got to a part that, on the way over here, uh-huh. that made me laugh out loud. Uh-huh. I rewound it. I listened to it again, made me laugh again. And I just have to share it with you. Okay. I don't know if it'll, I'll, I'll try it at the end, just in case it doesn't okay. work out. Um, That way it doesn't happen in the middle. Sure. Banver's Folly,
1: I bought on Kindle on August 19th of 2021. <laughs> so almost exactly a year yeah. ago.
0: <laughs> oh, man. It's such a good book, though. Yeah, it's great. So here's, the, here's my point. My point is Discovery and HBO Max is a clear collision of Discovery Plus being reality-based trash that is easy to produce and easy to watch. hmm And HBO Max represents, like, more commitment. I get it. It can be challenging. Like, the rehearsal is a tough watch, but it also is how-to with John Wilson. Mm-hmm. Amazing. You know what I mean? And and I mean, that's reality TV, though. Yeah, but it's good. Mm -hmm. And guess what's going to get cut? I can almost guarantee it. Mm -hmm. How-To and the rehearsal. The
1: rehearsal I could see definitely because it clearly has at least somewhat of a budget. I just can't see How-To being canceled because there's no way that show costs more than $100,000 to make.
0: But I also bet that it's not pulling the numbers sure barry that's hbo2 right barrio barrio barry Barry has a great you know kind of side plot of a character who is in a like serious tv show that gets canceled because it's not hitting the right demographics and stuff like that anyway i will say my outlook is pretty negative and i fear for like the content that my son will be consuming when he gets older. He is like, All right, let's see what new new shows I have to watch. Yeah, I mean,
1: just, I'm already there for the kids stuff just because I've seen the shit that my girls watch on YouTube. But but,
0: but here's the thing, right? What is one of the safest money making demographics out there? Children's entertainment, mm-hmm. like that's a slam dunk. Trolls, mm-hmm. your minions. Frickin' make 15 years of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's gonna be a hit. Pixar, like, look what they're making now. Wow, well,
1: you know? go woke, go broke.
0: Oh, that's true. And so, you know, I I just feel like that content, the fact that there is so little good children's content is another kind of, like, representation of what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, so little, but there's a hundred times more than when we were kids, you know. Yeah,
0: but, but how much of it is like, oh, this is good.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there will always be something else because especially with entertainment, right? Anybody can pick up, and now more than ever, pick up your phone and make a movie, right? You just do it on your phone. Everyone has a phone. And then you put it on YouTube, right? Finding it is a whole different thing. But the the HBO stuff doesn't surprise me because that's the same thing that happened to, to cable television. To television in general, not even cable. You know what I mean? But it's like, <clears throat> I don't think that all of these shows went to reality TV because they're dumb Or because they've got terrible tastes in entertainment, even though I'm sure they do, they did it because they realized we can make money the same, if not more money, by putting on these terrible low cost shows. And then you get the streaming services come along and disrupt all of that, right? With original content. And then the streaming services realize, hey, we've got this whole, we've got this giant user base now. We can just start pumping out the same crap. And we'll keep the we can raise the prices a little bit. We'll keep the numbers more or less the same, and
0: we'll have more money coming into our pockets. Well, but but again, the the whole problem of that right is like the mentality is to destroy or to dominate your sector. Mm-hmm. It's not to like be profitable and make great content. It's be the best, be the most download, the most used. Mm-hmm. And it pushes these wildly like outrageous decisions to like, let's give these Marvel guys $200 million to make a dad action movie. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like that who pushed the button on that decision? Like Mm -hmm. who's making that? It's like, well, we just need to be number one, right? Our strategy is just to be number one and there's no deeper thought or reality. So when all of a sudden people leave your app, you just end up firing a bunch of people and just scrambling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's no like strategic growth plan in yeah. place. It's like, who's higher than us? We need to beat them. Well,
1: I mean, I would disagree in that it's not that there's no growth plan. the The plan is... F- is infinite growth is dominant. Right. No, they can never be dominance. They're They're never like just satisfied with what they're doing. Right. It all, there always has to be an increase. I, and don't- so eventually it gets to the point where it's like the only way we can increase our profits is to stop making all this expensive shit and make cheap
0: stuff. We're, we're, we're yeah. And we're saying that's, <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and I don't know anything about these industries, but I wish I could go into one meeting and just be like, Hey, what if our user base is it like Mm -hmm. what, what if we developed a strategy that said no one else comes in? Yeah. Would, would they like laugh me out of the room? (laughs) Like, like that's, that's ridiculous. Or would they like shout me out of the room? Like how would that be received? Because to me, I don't know how that fails. If you're providing a service that people utilize that has a high utility rate, then why why couldn't you just say, we'll have a user base of 100 million people? Yeah. Let's be profitable based on 100 million users. Mm-hmm. But instead, like you said, it's like, no, we need to get to a billion. Right. We need to crack down on password sharing. All right. You know, yeah. like that's that's the the response to like the growth strategy, right? We need to keep bringing in more people. We need to penalize the people who are here. Mm-hmm. Hike hike rates, make worse content. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it, and again, it's based off this capitalist idea, right? Of like, forever growth, of competition, of don't view the means to labor as like the 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 point. You know, your product actually doesn't need to relate to your capitalist vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could be making refrigerators, content. You could be making, you know, toenail clippers. The idea is to, like, we need more people using this. Hmm. It's depressing.
1: Yeah. Uh, eventually, I see, you know, Game Pass going down the same route
0: yeah i i I'll largely agree with that not until Xbox recovers its identity as being like in competition with PlayStation mm-hmm. which right now, from a gaming standpoint, I don't think they've achieved that yet, right like PlayStation is still seen as like the gamer's console,
1: yeah, probably.
0: Um, but he's gay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's all I've got. Well, actually, I do have one more thing. Did you listen to or watch, um, Witt's video? Yeah. For rigmarole. Rigmarole. Mm -hmm. It's a really good song,
0: right? I've been on his music for a while. You're the one, his last EP came out, and I said, hey, did you listen to his EP? And you're like, ah, I don't really. Because, yeah,
1: but it's funny music, right? His last EP, right? They're like joke songs. Are they That's not? The one was pretty serious. Pretty but good. serious in a jokey way, right? This is like a legit, I'm trying to make an actual song, song.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's great.
1: Yeah, it's really good.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> It again. It gives me the feeling of like, it's it, it's hard. Here's this quick side tangent. Let me get comfortable. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I'm also reading that book that I read a piece of last time mm-hmm. about the people in the valley of responsibility, basically who drudge with their head down, occasionally look up and scream. Oh right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm reading that, and it's like, it's it's. Really good writing. Mm-hmm. And especially the first story is just like, society will kill you by either you not conforming to it. You'll just be on the fringes and no one's going to look out for you. Or it will break you down. You'll commit to it. And then it will just give you a slow death. And all of that stuff is true. And... It just, I am all for art that is cathartic, Mm -hmm. that's honest. The problem is, it's like, I feel like we have gotten to the point, like, I was watching this video the other day and they were like, the subconscious was a term, you know, first used by Freud. Mm -hmm. And... um. And then they they talked a little bit about it and how he came up with that idea. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, what a, what a time to be alive where, like, you say the word subconscious, and it's like, this guy's going to go down in history. Did you hear what he just said? He said <laughs> subconscious. Right. I can't. I don't even know how to process what he said.
1: This guy's figured out that some people love their moms too much. Can this you guy, believe it? This guy
0: understood <laughs> that there are things that are influencing us that we're not aware of. <laughs> right. Just like you know what I mean. And they were talking about how like first he came up with unconscious. <clears throat> no, it's the other way around. He first came up with subconscious and then changed it to unconscious. Because mm-hmm. sub has these ideas of like, oh, it's beneath. It's no. It's unconscious mm-hmm. so yeah I was like man I wish you know Newton has a f- fruit fall on his head yeah it's like make a statue of this guy immediately right Gra- gravity we're not gonna we <laughs> float around um and so now I feel like we've progressed to such a point where it's like hey everyone's had a crack at it right mm-hmm. we figured out the subconscious now not the sub the unconscious we've we've refined that Mm -hmm. right he threw out the the first pitch and we worked on it we've we've got it down and we brought in these other ideas and all that and what we came up with is like hopeful nihilism that that basically is what you end up like i don't know what else is beyond that right Mm. like we're beyond who who was it Right, it was. Um, it was Nietzsche. Okay, Nietzsche, right? Who is like God is dead? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we mm-hmm. pronounce God as being dead. John Lennon did it in a song. Mm-hmm. And so we're here, and I just feel like, man, I I listen to like even Rigamarole, I read Amsterdam stories. I watch How to with John Wilson, and it just paints this picture of like, yeah, they're You better find your own meaning,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. ain't ain't nothing gonna bring it to you. Yeah, you know. And so yeah, Whit- Whitmer Thomas has a ability to like make some some like he makes some pretty depressing statements in in his yeah music mm. but he has a way of just making it feel fun mm-hmm. even like, wait did he just reference like suicide right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh all right what's on the horizon anything so we're kind of in the middle of things like <clears throat> so you're going to be gone on your trip basically mm-hmm. so no episodes
1: Saturday to Wednesday. Oh, so we could. So technically. we could do something. But if, if you're, we, I could back find something to watch or yeah,
0: trip. Maybe we, we take a week off. Mm-hmm. Maybe I thought maybe you'd be reading this book along with now. <laughs> I'll be reading it after Wednesday. I'm out, I'm, I'm out <laughs> alone. It's also short. Uh-huh. I've also picked up on some short books, which I realize now is like, it's the way to go. It's the way to go. Yeah. I I I used to be a big book person Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm converted i want short books yep um so yeah maybe we talk about the book is he died with his eyes open Mm -hmm. and i've been on this kick of trying to find like overlooked content just period um and looking up some overlooked books and this came up as like a really great crime series and so oh that's
1: right because it's one of five i think yeah, right? yeah one of five <laughs> but,
0: but short and what drew me to it is the uh the fourth book apparently made the publisher vomit at his desk that was really good and i'm watching the woodstock documentary on netflix woodstock 99 oh yeah who's that by is yeah. it new? Yeah, new, huh. and it's it's where it's watchable. Yeah, it's three episodes. That's good, covering the three days of the festival. But basically, mm-hmm. just shows you like humanity screwed, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who would
1: have thought if you get Limp Biscuit fans, uh, you know, all together with all these other people? And just have no rules.
0: <laughs> and that they would actually, and have a capitalist structure. Yeah. Over, like, the biggest thing is the the price gouging. Also yeah. They're
1: selling water for like 20 bucks or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was like four bucks for just a bottle of water. No good infrastructure, all that stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. again, it's the same thing where it's like, I don't understand what these people are like. The only problem with capitalism are the restrictions that we put in its way. Mm-hmm. It's like. What plan like how many more examples do you need yeah. of like profit actively harming people to be like eh, maybe a few oversights is good, <laughs> yeah, maybe one or two, yeah, um, should I try and play this part from Red dragon? yeah, let's hear it, so spoiler alert this is right at the end, okay, and it involves a fake out death at the end, mm-hmm. you think the uh the killer's dead, but they're not. They show back up, and this lady's going to shoot him okay. multiple times. Mm-hmm. And then there's one detail at the end <laughs> okay. about where she shoots him and then what's happening to his body. I just can't. I don't know if it's the way that he read it. Like, I want to read it, see it on the page to see how it reads. Yeah. But um. all right, so gra- uh, graphic content ahead. All right. And maybe muffled graphic content. I'll try and get it. Okay. Not ready. Fumbling with the speed loader. No, other way. She forgot the stance.
1: Now, how you, you were doing it first. Sight, but she
0: got a good two-handed yeah. grip on the pistol. And as the door exploded inward, she blew a rat hole through his thigh. <laughs> Hold on, that's right. Oh, <laughs> And she shot him in the face as he slid down the door facing and she shot him in the face as he sat on the floor and she ran to him and shot him twice in the face as he sprawled against the wall, scalp down to his chin and his hair on fire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sound like he's just totally done reading that story. I and love. his hair on fire. All right. That's it, right? I'm done? That's exactly <laughs> it, right? Like, it's this whole buildup. Like,
0: yeah. she's shooting him in his face, and his face, And his face again. Walks over, shoots him in his face again. His scalp is down, and his hair is on fire. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, he's either done or he's completely disappointed by how it wraps up. Uh,
0: well, or he's like, and what happens to his hair? It's on fire. What? How'd his <laughs> hair go? <going>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Talk about zoning out. That brought me back. I was like, wait, what did I just hear? <laughs> like, I need to. And <laughs> he's like, end of chapter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, moving on.
1: All right. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. If you could
0: just ring for something, yes, I never really knew myself. not nah, none. Nah, nah myself